walking fearlessly in the direction of your dreams. Always using your magic and your mind to reach. So don't make your own way and to live up with your purpose. I am royalty. Hey, Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I am Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, your host and also the founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. I am super excited about today's episode because we are taking you back in time. We are giving you the tea. We are taking you back to our fearless event from last week. If you all have been following us on Instagram, you know that we held our first live podcast experience in Dallas, Texas. And during the event, we had breakout sessions. We did a workshop type situation where we had worksheets for those who attended the event. And they talked about passion. They talked about fear. They talked about friendships. It was an awesome experience. I'm actually looking at doing more of them. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at Black Girls with Purpose and that you're also on our email list, blackgirlswithpurpose.org slash join. So you can get all of the updates whenever we talk about having new events. But I'm excited about this particular portion because this was the interview that I had with Michelle Lene my friend from Christ Over Culture podcast. It was really cool. She asked some fantastic questions and it was an opportunity for me to look back over the evolution of the Black Girls of Purpose ministry, how we started out with teens and now we're focusing on Black Christian millennial women. And it was just a really great time to see all that God has done through this ministry. And so I'm excited for you to listen to the podcast, to be able to hear her story as well, if you're new to Michelle and Nay and the Christ of our culture movement. And I think you're gonna be encouraged by everything that we shared today. So let's get into the episode. Right now, Michelle Lanay, she is the creator of the Christ Over Culture podcast. And of course, Bree Lightfoot-Smith, the host of the Black Girls with Purpose podcast. And so we're gonna take everything we've done today and sort of uh, rounded up with this live conversation, interactive conversation about our friendships, our passions, our fears, our doubts, our insecurities, how we can sort of channel all that and be all that God has us to be. So please welcome Bree and Michelle Lene. Hey everybody. Hello. You see, Yay. you see the pe- the pop perfect. of color yellow right here. Okay. Yes. Um, so I'm excited. Me too. I'm really excited, y'all. So Michelle is my friend. She actually came from Houston. Literally came on a plane, came here. Uh, y'all, yes. That's why that build your team and friendship piece. Like we both have podcasts. We both should technically be competing. No, why, why are we competing? We're collaborating and. It's really cool. We're gonna, I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself because some of the things I want to say we'll talk about in the actual questions, but I'm just grateful that you're here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me, Bree. And hi, ladies. Hello. I was just um, listening kind of backstage and was just so inspired what you talked about in terms of fear because public speaking was one of my fears and here I am three years later with the podcast. So what you said about God's word and putting that over whatever you're telling yourself or what society is telling yourself is so important and that's really why I started Christ Over Culture. So you're on the right track and you never know how God can use, you know, something that should have been a fear to give him glory. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
So, Bree, I'm so excited. It's beautiful in here. Girl, this is, I told him, I was like, I'm going to take this home. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get it home. I'm, my dad said, maybe just put it on top of the car, just hold it. Excuse me, I have to use this backdrop. But, yeah, yes. she did a great so, job. Like, it's coordinated mm -hmm. and just with us. Okay, it's just cute. I know. Right, right, right. Okay, well, I guess we need to jump in. Yeah, okay, so I'm a notes girl. So I got some notes and some questions. So... Um, Bree, give us the backstory now. Um, this is all about being fearless and collaborating and not competing. So let's talk about how we met. And I specifically am interested in knowing, like, why did you choose the Christ Over Culture podcast? Because this was back in 2016. I was just starting out the podcast. So I'm wondering, you know, why did you decide to drive from, I think it was Louisiana yeah. or Dallas New at Orleans. the time, yeah, New Orleans. to come Orleans. talk to me on yes. a very, very new podcast? Yes, yeah, so background story with Michelle and myself. We, as she said, that was the first podcast interview I'd, I'd ever done. I had just started Black Girls of Purpose. I wrote my book, The Black Girls Guides Living on Purpose, and our mutual friend, Makita said, oh, hey, I have a friend. She has a podcast. You definitely should get on there. And so I went on her website, and it said, do you want to be a guest? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so I typed in my information, and she reached out to me. And she said, oh, are you open to coming to Houston? Or I think I might even volunteer. Like, we can drive. Me and my husband had just gotten married, so, you know, people try, trying to boot up and have their first Bay trip. I was like, oh, we can take a bay vacation. It'll be great. And honestly, what made me connect with Michelle was just the mission behind Christ over culture. I love that she was saying we have to, we're Christians first, right? And it, it's hard, especially as millennials, because a lot of our generation says, oh, we're, we're spiritual, but we're not religious, and you can have a relationship with God without going to church. And I love that Michelle was, through her podcast, trying to show you can still be true to who you are, but Christ is still going to be first. If you're really about this Christian life, he still is going to be the first part of your identity. So I think that's what really resonated with me. I think for me, I was more surprised that she said yes when I applied to be a gift. Because I said, oh, oh, yes, you want me to come? Okay, I'm coming. Great. Sounds good. Yeah, well, it was really important to me to highlight people who were young and were thriving in their careers, but who also loved God. And I felt as though there were so many people who were on Instagram, on Facebook, like, thank God for this promotion. Thank God for me finishing grad school. Thank God for me getting into this school. And we never really got a chance to hear their backstories. And yeah. so with you having started Black Girls with Purpose, and there's so many people that have dreams in their hearts and they want to start their own initiative. I thought it was important to bring people like you on the podcast who were young, who were married, you know, who people could see themselves in mm -hmm. and figure out how did you do it, but more importantly, how did you do it with Christ at the center right. of that story? Right. So um, thank you, you know, just for coming and traveling and being newly married and coming yes. to speak with me. So what do you think has been the key for us to stay connected as friendship like as friends and, and, and grow a friendship over the years I think what I love about our friendship is just the transparency me and Michelle will call each other and we can be working on similar things and and she has a fulfilled goal-setting journal which somebody's gonna get for free today cuz hey yes. giveaways but yes. She was asking me, hey, I know you wrote a book. What was the process like with that? Who did you have published? Who did you do? And, and so same thing with the podcast space. Girl, how do you get this? What do you use for your graphics? Just the full transparency and going back to what I was telling y'all earlier. I'm not competing with her. Whoever is 
a lot of times we have cross audiences. People can listen to both of our podcasts, right? But also understanding there's a unique group that she's going to reach and a unique group that I'm going to reach. And because we want to be better for our respective groups, we understand, hey, Michelle has is a, has an area of expertise that I don't have and vice versa. So I think for me, just the transparency of all of it. And what's so interesting to me about our friendship is we met in 2016 and then I don't know, time passed and then all of a sudden this past year we just talk multiple times a week and, yeah. and or once a week and checking in. Okay, you said you're going to work on the journal. What's the latest with that? That just the accountability has been fantastic. So, yeah, so I'm wondering do you like by with a show of hands, does anybody in here have an accountability partner or a friend who they can bounce ideas off of whether it's personal, professional? Can you raise your hand? Okay. That's awesome. That's really great because those are the people that are typically in your corner and in there for the long haul. Because as Bree said, we met in 2016 and you never know when you'll need that person. Um, so building those genuine connections and those genuine friendships, someone can then tap and be like, hey, you know, look at where you were in 2016 and look where you are now. You can do this. Or, you know, if I have a resource, um, you know, I will pull it and, you know, help her. Yes. And I didn't know that I was going to write a journal this year. I didn't even know I was going to write uh, anything. And so when we met, though, I didn't go into it like, oh, what can Brie give right. to me? Or um, I didn't know at the time that I would write anything. But because we have a genuine connection and a genuine friendship, she's seen my growth. She's seen what I've done. And now in 2019, when it's time for me to write a journal, mm -hmm. it's like, I can tap Brie on the shoulder because I know she's been there, mm -hmm. but it wasn't, what can I get from mm -hmm. you? It was just a genuine mutual connection over the years. And she's a cheerleader in my corner because she's seen me put in the work day in and day out over these years. Yeah. It's so cool, too, to just be up here. So I said, I can't wait to take the pictures because when we first took pictures, we, my hair was looking crazy. And, <laughs> and we had our, our little Yeti mic in the middle. For those of y'all who are interested in podcasting, the Yeti mic is awesome, Mike. Yeah, but we had the is. Yeti mic in the middle, and she had her laptop, and we just, and we were in the library. And now you're recording the studio. Look, y'all, this library was hideous. <laughs> It had, I wish I, like, I wish I had a picture. It was, like, gray carpet, and it had, like, ABC, like, an ABC rug on top of it, because I guess they had used it for childhood reading or something like that, and um, we literally made something out of nothing. Like, I went to Ross and bought some black and white panels. I, uh, like, put it over the gray wall. It was, like, a sterile gray wall. They had some, like, gray dingy chairs i bought like two yellow pillows from target like let me throw that on there you know jazz it up and um i brought like a desk from my house and just went for it so i say like and i know the theme is fearless like you may not feel like you have it all together but just go for it yeah that library rental was free mm -hmm. i had a laptop i just had to like buy a few things maybe a couple hundred dollars but then i went for it mm -hmm. and People were like, you know, I was blessed from your your episode was one of my first episodes that had like the most listens. Mm -hmm. I think like across it, it maybe had like a thousand listens. And we recorded that in the free library with the Target pillows and the Ross panels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just say like, don't let anything stop you yeah. because when you take the first step, God can increase that. But if you don't take any steps, he has nothing to work with. Mm. Yes, that's good. So... Brie, um, what advice would you give 
to people who are trying to build their network either in their respective city and community or even expand and be a global brand what type of um, advice would you give in terms of like how do you start building those networks and bring them together as a as a community I think it ties into what you said, just being a resource for somebody. I think a lot of times, and I've been guilty of this too, where you see someone and you think, oh, she got this and I want that. So let me see how I can rub shoulders with her. And, you know, she has a she has an eyelash company. I want to have an eyelash. So let me, let me just, and people can read you, you know? They know when you're being genuine and when you're trying to get something out of them. And what's so ironic to me is the people that I've tried to get connected with that I thought, oh, they gonna put me on the map. No, I end up being connected with their their assistants or their Instagram person or and and what I've learned too is is and I think Issa Rae has talked about this building across. We always try to level up, but it's like if we are all in the same space and we can build together, how much more awesome is it when we can say, "Girl, remember when we had the Target pillows and the." And, 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 and I know that we're gonna talk about that too, starting with limited resources. Don't be afraid to start with where, where you are and don't act like you have something you don't have. I mean, for me, I've had to say, hey, I can't pay you in money, but I can put you on my podcast or I can do this or I can, I have this social media background, I can help you with your social media or whatever the case may be. And people, when you're genuine, people wanna help you. They really do and if, even if they don't, they don't even understand. Girl, I, I don't tell anybody this, but I'm telling you. And so I think just being transparent with people and networking almost don't, it's almost like a taboo word, right? Cause oh, we gotta network. I gotta go in here and network and just build relationships, be genuine with people, tell them what it is that you have to offer and then listen to what it is that they're, and, and listen to people's dreams. Who, I think that's why the breakout sessions went so easily because where do we even get the space to talk about our fears and our passions and, and our friendships? We don't get that. So if you're just connecting with somebody and having a conversation with them, the common denominator is gonna be evident and you're gonna say, man, I, I'm trying to get where she is all the time. I think about Jessica who's here in this yellow with the beautiful red lipstick. I mean, we met through Instagram. She watched my Instagram live Bible study. and. And she's and I, when she got on, I was I had my children and and I didn't. Jaden was acting; he wasn't acting great, y'all. So I had to go off camera <laughs> to to get him together. And she said, I, I, "When I turned it on, it was just an empty chair, and I was about to click off." But the Lord said, "No, you need to stay." And now she's here in person, and we've just connected through sharing our stories, being moms, being entrepreneurs, feeling lonely, going in our heads and thinking, "Am I crazy for pursuing this dream?" So just connecting with people. It's so easy if you just say, okay, tell me about your dreams. What is it that you want to do? And what and, and what I find too, y'all, is important, don't diminish what you have because we think, well, she has 100,000 followers on Instagram. What do I have to offer her? Okay, she doesn't have a podcast and you have a podcast. Maybe she wants to get into podcasting. Or she doesn't, Evan, with the, with the beautiful curly hair, she sews skirts, which I found. I said, girl, you over here sewing stuff? Yes, I'm going to put everyone on blast. If I haven't said your name, listen for it yes <laughs> y'all all are so talented don't sleep on your gifts so I know that was a way around the way answer to how do you network and build your net but just connect with people on a and see what it is that their purpose is and how y'all can align your purposes yeah now I believe in like talking with you guys so um I'm wondering, I want to open up the floor to see if there are any kind of questions or something that we touched on so far where you're like, oh, that made me think about this, or I have a question about that. 
And if not yet, that's okay. We yeah. can continue. Yeah. And y'all can use that mic right there if you have questions. Okay. All right. So we'll keep going. So uh, the next part of our conversation is about evolution. Mm. So we talked about, you know, black girls with purpose and even with Christ over culture and how we started with limited resources. Mm -hmm. So Brie, can you talk a little bit about the evolution of black girls with purpose? Yes. I know that this year you talked about a new, you know, initiative that mm -hmm. you're starting. So let us know how you came to that point and yes. what this new initiative is. So Black Girls with Purpose, when we first started, was really designed to help teenagers. And it was based off my book, The Black Girls Guide to Living on Purpose. And in the book, I talk about how we can live for God in every area of our life, whether it be pre professional, recreational, social, emotional, just all the different areas of our life. And so when my aunt said to do a workshop, I hosted, she wanted me to do a workshop in Dallas, and I was living in New Orleans at the time. So I said, well, I can't be hosting stuff in a whole other city and I'm not hosting it where I live. You know, that's not right. So I did a pilot of, I'm all about pilots. Sophia knows I'm all about a pilot program. So I did, I, I went on Eventbrite and posted four events, four workshops based off of four um, chapters in my book about goal setting and budgeting, just life skills, right? And when I hosted the workshops, the people who came were actually college students. They weren't high schoolers. I had maybe one high schooler from my church. Y'all know how that is. Church people will come to stuff. I love my church family that's here. Love y'all. But we, I said, oh, that's not who I expected. And they had, the girls were all friends and they had driven from three hours away. And I said, wait, y'all came three hours away to listen to me talk about goal setting? So I looked at the guy and said, we might be on to something, dude. Okay. <laughs> this is cute. Okay. So come we on, did cute. that. <laughs> I'm all about a cuteness, y'all. I'm all about a brand, okay? Yeah. So I, I hosted the workshops, and they were really engaged. And so I said, maybe there's something to this. And then fast forward a year later, I was working a full-time job, and my mom was super excited. She was like, yes, girl, job, benefits. I'm, yeah, I'm, yes. My I'm, mom is I'm, like that, too. I'm so sorry, mama. I didn't. <laughs> okay. After a year into it, I said, I feel like I got to go. She was like, what? What do you mean? Why would God open this door and then you leave out the door? I said, girl, I don't know. I went to work at the Boys and Girls Club part-time with part-time hours and part-time no benefits and, and ended up, uh, I, was, I, I was even asking God, why do you have me here? Because I wanted to work with teenagers. Cause I said, oh, this is a way for me to work with teens. Y'all, the they have any teenagers in there. And the, even the director, he said, oh, yeah, we're building our teen network they had no teen network. I was so, I said, but God knows. He knows how to get you in the door. He's like, I just need you to get in the door. So when I got there, I saw God wanted me to develop a curriculum based off of my book. So I wrote a curriculum, and then after that, started doing workshops. But when, even in the process of that, I got pregnant with my son, and I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to build this, I'm going to build this simultaneously. And I um, was doing the most. I passed out of my car at eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant. Didn't tell my mama that until maybe a year later. She said, when did you pass out of your car? I said, yeah, because I was, I was working Black Girls of Purpose as a full-time job, even though I wasn't being paid full-time. But, you know, if it's your passion, that's what you do. I was working uh, with Boys and Girls Club part-time, and then I was working my full-time job part-time. And when I passed out of my car, I felt like that was my way out where God said, okay, now you're going to do Black Girls of Purpose full-time. And so that fall, I went and 
tabled events and told them about Black Girls of Purpose. Hey, we have this curriculum, 16-week curriculum, and threw a price on there and thought, Lord, I don't know if that's the right price, but we just going to see. And then we partnered with the Urban League, and they paid it. And I said, that's our price then, Lord. <laughs> you know, when you get somebody paying, you like, and that's my price, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Ask for what you want. Yes. Cause that is one of the things that I have mm -hmm. learned is, what is it, closed mouth? Don't, don't get, get fed. fed. And you have to ask and you shall receive mm -hmm. and even seek wisdom from God, from the Holy Spirit. What should I be asking? Yes. What should my price be? I work right now for a radio station um, that talks about sports. And when I hear what these basketball and football players are asking for and negotiating, what we're asking for and negotiating, especially as black women, is nothing mm -hmm. compared to these multi-million dollar contracts. Ask, mm -hmm. ask. And the worst they can say is no. All they can say is no. And then you can move down from there. But if you don't ask, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I've even heard people say you need to get 50 no's before you change. Because it might just be that that's not your target demographic. Mm -hmm. You need to swerve on over here. Like the price that I charge, the Urban League wouldn't be what I'm going to charge somebody who's paying out of pocket for the program, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think. And it's funny because the curriculum that we have for Black Girls of Purpose has now become our Unity Queens curriculum. And that kind of ties into the evolution of Black Girls of Purpose that last year I felt like God put on my heart to do a nonprofit. And I thought he was telling Black Girls of Purpose to be a nonprofit. And he, and so I said, but God, wait, no. And then he woke me up in the middle of the night. He said, you don't want to have a nonprofit because you don't want to submit to authority. And I said, Lord. Check. He said, you don't want, he's like, you don't want a board of directors. you like, I direct myself. He said, I direct you. And so you're going to get a board of directors. I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. And so as I, when we launched Unity Queens, then I felt like God gave me Unity Queens so I could still work with my teens. And now Black Girls with Purpose has evolved into working with my peers, 25 to 35 millennial, black millennial women, people who have aspirations and dreams to start a business, even if it's not a full-time business, because I think everybody thinks, well, I, I have a full-time job. So I got, I'm not telling you to quit your job, boo. And my mom would be like, don't quit your job. Don't yeah, listen. Yeah. Don't listen. To her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you to do that. I just want, if you feel like there's other things God has placed on your heart to do, then he will give you the capacity to do both of them. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah, I know that this year was, um, so if you see things on Instagram and I guess just social media in general, it seems like it's very trendy to leave your job now. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say like, I made the decision this year to make a career pivot, but it wasn't because of anything I saw on social media. It wasn't because of what's the trend. It literally was, God nudging me and urging me to leave. And so I would say whether it's an idea or a business, making a career change, leaving a job, whatever it is, I truly believe in prayer. And a lot of times we ask God for things, but we don't sit and listen. And sometimes that answer may not come right when you want it, or we might hold on to things longer than we should. And um, a part of being fearless is trusting God even when he says no. Mm -hmm. And I remember like I wanted to leave my my last company like a year before I actually made the move and he was like no. And I'm like I'm I'm upset like I don't and I was able to leave on good terms when God said yes. Mm -hmm. So you just never know like 
what's going to happen, but I definitely think that it comes with prayer and discerning. And sometimes that means like shutting out like what everyone else is saying about what you should be doing or where you should be and just getting in oneness with God and following his lead and direction, even if you don't fully understand. Um, because I know when I did that this year, I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna take this leap of faith. I knew it was coming. I planned for it, but um, it was just like, all the signs were there, like down to they had closed the exit to my job. And literally I had spoken at a women's conference weekend at my church and I went back to work on Monday and God was like, you've seen where I'm taking you. Like you've seen like where your gift is and what impact Christ over culture has. Like, I just, I was like, it was, it was like, how can you go back to what, it's like when you get to the promised land or you you know, you get a glimpse of it. It's like, how can you go back to Israel? Like or to the wilderness even, like I just showed you what it is. And so um, I remember like, a day later, I was super scared, y'all. I was scared because I like stability. Um, but I <laughs> a regular paycheck. I like nice. a regular pay, and there's nothing wrong with that because you can use that to invest in your dream. Mm -hmm. So I definitely believe in that. Um, but I believe in whatever God is telling you to do. Like He will carry you through that, and He has done that for me. Um, and even when it gets hard, I still trust in God. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of put that, you know, nugget in there about making transitions and moving and definitely being spirit led on yes. that and not because the gram says so or all these like influencers say so mm -hmm. and because it's trendy. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Jessica. Nice to meet y'all. Um, I'm glad you brought up the the topic of, of uh, preparing, I guess, before it was time and knowing. And, and I think for me, I'm full time freelance right now uh, as of January. And I think hindsight I probably would have prepared more uh, prior to I knew I, again same kind of signs like exit signs all kind of stuff that I was getting from the Lord um, trying to figure out if it was my time um, but in the waiting I probably should have been preparing more because um, I knew that okay it's getting ready time so I'm worried about like what's next and what's next what's next instead of taking the time to kind of prepare because there's so many things I felt like I felt ill-equipped for, you know, like just thinking about business, how I um, laying the foundation for my business, those kinds of things. So anything that I could have done um, while I was waiting at the full-time job, I feel like I probably could have done more of. And I think when, it, when you think about fear, for me, the, steer, uh, the fear comes from like lack of understanding. And so just working through some of those things alleviate some of the fear and the anxiety. Uh, so if I would have done more of that prior to stepping out, I feel like I would be less fearless in some of those steps that I'm having to take now. So, Yeah, no, and I'm glad that you shared that. And we can never be 100% prepared because then what would we need God for? Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up because it is important that whatever waiting season you're in for what's next, you should be asking for direction and guidance and instruction on what to do now. So um, I, I'm glad you touched on that. And I want to ask you, Bree, what is your initial thought when a guy has given you a big dream? Like, how do you prepare for that? What do you do? fast and pray my mom be like are you eating right now or not <laughs> my husband too he's he, we went to a, we had a date night yesterday at chipotle he said does this fit before he took me he said does this fit within your fast i said it does he's like okay <laughs> but seriously and fasting is such a it's such a beneficial discipline and a lot of people don't want to do it and we i love to eat 
people know I love to eat. Kinara is my accountability partner when it comes to food. I'd be like, Kinara, I'm thinking about having these cookies. And she said, did you pray about it? Do you have peace about it? No, girl, you know I don't have peace. That's why I'm texting you. <laughs> you don't have no peace about this, but okay, I'm not going to eat them. But fasting and praying is really what I go to when I need direction because I, for me, and people who know me, if God's not there, I'm not going. I just can't do it. I, I'm not going to. And, and and sometimes we're talking about seasons. He will be. He was there yesterday, but now he's moved. If you think about the Israelites and the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, said that it got up and and they were like, okay, we going. God's going. We going. And that's how I am. If if he's in a season and in a place, I want to be there. And if he said, okay, we're moving, even if I don't understand, okay, God, guess we're going. And so for me, it really is fasting and praying and just saying, God, what do you want me to do? When? Okay, let's do it. I'm not sure how this is going to happen, but I know that if you've put it on my heart to do, then you'll give me the resources that I need along the way. And it's not always money. That's what I'm learning is it's not always a financial resource. Sometimes it's a person you know who has a resource that you need. Sometimes it's a, a encouraging word. Sometimes it's a friendship. It's your parents, y'all. This My mom is little, she's here emceeing and my daddy is in the back running sound like, what? What? So don't okay, sleep guys. on. Come Let's on. just give them a hand. Yes, so yeah, don't. Sometimes it's people. It's not just money. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of times we look at the money, but we don't understand the power of bartering. So that's something. Or um, if you have people who are volunteers um, coming, like give them access to your event, free access in exchange for um, volunteering, or give them an affiliate link, and you can give them a percentage of that event if that's mm -hmm. something that you can afford to do. So let's talk about um, a part of fear. Part of fear um, is failure or something that prompts fear is failure. So let's talk about maybe a time where you felt like you failed. How do you define that and um, how did you overcome it? The Black Girls of Purpose Conference, and I, I feel bad for saying that because and my parents were there too, all the way in New Orleans they were there, but we owed money when we left. And I just thought, God, you told me to do this and now um, and we weren't in a financially good place. Like our sunken place, people who are close to me, they know. That's what I call it, our financial sunken place. Our financial sunken place had just started. And so you pile personal finance on top of professional finance issues. And I just was looking at God like, so what's up? You tell me to do a conference and... I'm expecting it to sell out because I people know me. I have big faith. So people, I heard 202 times. I said, we're going to have 200 women. That's it. That's it. That's what God's telling me. We're going to have 200 people. And we did it. We had 75, which was a huge blessing because what? 75 people came. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yes. And only, I told Jessica this, only 15 people had bought tickets and 75 people showed up. But my eyes were still on the 200. I said, but God, this 200 though. So what, where did I get that from? And what he showed me later, it was three months later, he said, I needed you to prepare as if it was 200 people. I didn't want you saying, oh, well, it's only 75, so they ain't going to get the fullness. They're just going to get a limited. No, he said, I need you to come hard because this is what you're going to be doing. This is your purpose. This is bring the same energy, be consistent. If I have a room of people with four, our first workshop, we had four women. And I was talking, I didn't have a mic and I didn't have a fancy background, but I was talking to them the same way I'm talking to y'all because this is what I'm passionate about. And so for me, it felt like a failure because of the finance piece. But my dad, and my dad told me that one time, he said, Brie, Black Girls of Purpose is so successful. And I said, how? And he got mad. He said, are you kidding me? He said, I'm not he said obviously I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the lives that you've been able to impact through this ministry. 
that's what I have to come back to is, oh, wait. And, and, and y'all, literally, I just was texting her last night, my mentee, Destiny. I feel like the conference was for her. And I said, God, we couldn't have met at a coffee shop or something. It would have been way less expensive. I could have bought her like a frappe or no. You wanted to throw her a whole conference? Okay. And now she has a women's ministry. And she just launched a t-shirt line yesterday. And one of the shirts is called Out of Darkness. And it's based off of 1 Peter 2 and 9, which she learned at that conference. And I told her last night, I said, baby, if I don't do anything else, if Black Girls of Purpose doesn't do anything else, you are worth every penny spent, every tear cried, every fast, fasted, every, every single thing. And I told her, I said, you're going to do even greater works than these because that's what Jesus told his disciples. You'll do even greater works than these. So you feel like you're, you're doing great stuff. Your children, your mentees, whoever, they're going to do even greater works than these. Come on, goosebumps. Yes. I love a good goosebump. Yeah, yes. I'm like, that's the perfect like note to leave on mm-hmm. because we're planting seeds. And you, a plant doesn't grow overnight. So it's like if you keep planting those seeds, the harvest is going to come. come. But it might not be your job. And thank God you saw the harvest. You Mm -hmm. see it in destiny. But what if the seed was never planted? Mm -hmm. It's like our job is to plant the seed. Mm -hmm. God makes it grow. So if you continue to plant the seeds over time, you can't count it as a failure because that seed might pop up in somebody's life two, three, five, 50, 20 years from now. And then even pour into their children and generations. So. Bree, thank you for sharing that story, and that's what we're leaving on. Thank you. That is it for today's episode, you all. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're following Michelle over at Christ Over Culture and also on her personal page at Michelle.Lene, L-E-N-A-E. I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to the Simone Key Creative Studio. They hosted us in their beautiful space, and everyone was just floored by the aesthetic of the space. So if y'all are in Dallas and you ever need a venue for your event, definitely check out Simone Key. She also took our photos for our event. So you can follow her on Instagram at Simone Key, C-I-M-O-N-E-K-E-Y. Also, I wanna thank Roses Aren't Red Events for making a beautiful backdrop for us and taking care of our florals for the event. The backdrop made us look like we were on a TV set, so that was amazing. I want to thank Coffee Shop Graphics, who created my big banner that had my big old face on it, saying that I'm an author and a speaker and available for your event. So if you're actually interested in hosting me or having me speak at your event, you can go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash speak. And then I want to thank the Intelligent Design team. The owner, Angie, worked personally with me to create the beautiful graphic that you all saw to promote the event on our Instagram page. So that digital flyer that you all saw that I was posting every other day is actually created by Angie over at Intelligent Design Team. Lastly, I want to thank Maya B. Jackson, who is the videographer for the event. So you'll see that recap video. And then I am, I just have to thank my family. I have to thank my husband for pushing me into walking in my dreams and in my purpose and just encouraging me in moments when I want to give up or feel like I'm not producing the fruit that I would like to produce. I have to thank my parents. My mom was the MC, so you heard her at the beginning. And then my dad was the sound guy, along with my Uncle Richard, who's my godfather. So I just, I have such an incredible team. I have such an incredible family. I have such an incredible support circle. And I wouldn't be anything that I am without them. And Black Girls of Purpose wouldn't be what it is without them. So I have to thank you 
too, right, for listening. Y'all inspire me more than you know, and I am still praying for you. I'm still fasting for you. I am still interceding for you. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please reach out to me on my personal page at The Black Girl With Purpose. And I would love to just hear more about you, your ministry, what it is that God has put on your heart to do. And I think that's all, y'all. I feel like I'm giving a acceptance speech at an award show. Maybe that'll happen one day. But yes, please make sure you're connected with us. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girls of Purpose and make sure you're signed up for our newsletter so that you can be tuned in to all the awesome announcements that we have coming in the upcoming weeks. And without further ado, that's it. So we'll talk to you next week.